Hi, this is Chris. And this is John. And you're listening to the Nerdy Dad Cast. Technology sucks. It does sometimes. I mean, it's great for all that, you know, it's done for us, but it's just as bad for everything it does to us. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are sitting 700 kilometers away from each other right now and talking normally. So uh, it's, you know, I I give it, it's kudos on that. Hey, I could have been standing upstairs on that corded phone out of the wall, talking to you as well with a tape cassette recorder held up to the speaker. It's true, but then I wouldn't get to see your pretty face. No, that's true. That is true. Um, not, you know, technology back then probably, I mean, it might've existed, but like for, you know, special secret, ta- um, you know, top <laughs> secret task forces and stuff like that. People far more important than us. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, no, it's, uh, it's us finally figuring out how to actually record without, you know, technology issues getting in the way and, uh, using zoom of all things. Wow. Zoom. Well, yeah. Can't get through the pandemic without it. No, exactly. And I mean, pretty much all, you know, billion podcasts out there, a good three quarters probably use Zoom. So let's, let's join them. Right. But, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, the pandemic and all that, uh, you, you know, my news, you don't sound so good. You know, I've, uh, actually, <laughs> I sound better. Is that, I mean, it's, it was, it was been a fun, fun few days couple weeks now but uh yeah i uh i don't know for certain but uh we're under the presumption that uh that covid made its way into our our household um unfortunately well you always have been the kind of everybody else is doing it so i have to do it too person so i mean covid just makes sense it does right i mean it's it's you gotta try things once apparently and you know see how it is but no, it, 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 unfortunately, you know, again, we think, we presume, found its way into our household. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I am on the mend. I'm a lot better than I was uh, this time last week for sure. But uh, it's just, it is, I don't know how to describe it. it and I don't want to say amazing, but it truly is how this particular bug impacted me in a way that I can't say I recall, you know, what someone might suggest as a cold or a flu hit me and it's still hitting me. It looks like it. Yeah. You don't look uh, like the normal version of you. I know. Yeah. It's, it's just, um, it's unfortunate. I mean, to, to give some sort of, you know, quick backstory here, uh, the, uh, the daughter of mine, baby force, um, couple weeks back on a Wednesday night tells us she, her head hurts. And so we, we inter, you know, interpret that as a headache that onto itself, not so much an issue, but the following morning she woke up, um, just distressed, like agitated, not happy, uh, said her head hurt. Um, my wife thought she felt warm, took her temperature fever, um, pretty solid fever, uh, into the forties. And, uh, uh, when my wife, um, you know, was trying to get her some, some water and, and, uh, and some Tylenol, um, baby force uh, proceeded to uh, vomit on our bed, which is, I think oh. a rite of passage is apparent that had not yet happened to us. So we have a badge of honor. I think that it arrives in the mail, but, 
this was a Thursday. And then the fever continued until um, essentially the weekend. The Saturday is when it sort of broke. Um, and we had, I guess it had started to sort of drop, but it was based on medication. Um, Saturday is when we finally got her down to sort of more reasonable numbers, albeit we were still providing you know, Tylenol to, to help monitor that. We kept her home from daycare. She stayed home and she was in good spirits for the most part outside of this fever. And then on Saturday, we get an email from daycare that there was a, a confirmation of a, of a uh, case and uh, uh, no details. If it was a child, staff member, whomever, but we now, what we thought might it be are sort of now thinking that's what it probably is. Confirmed. And, uh, you know, Sunday morning, my wife, uh, wakes up and says, I have a, a sore throat and I'm kind of feeling blah. And I'm like, uh Oh, and then by Sunday afternoon, I'm like, you know, you know, that, that feeling you get sort of the scratchiness in your throat then your nose or your sinuses tend like they, they, something feels like wrong. Like, you know, it's the, I call it like the precursor to getting sick, you know, it's happening. That was Sunday uh, evening for me. And by Monday, it was quite clear. Both my wife and I had what I would describe as colds. Now, you are a trooper here because you don't need to be recording tonight. I mean, you uh, obviously would tell a story, but, but you know, if you're, if you're still not there, we can, we can, uh, I can do like a solo show. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Maybe or if you pass out. I'll tap out. You continue on. Yeah. If you pass out or something, I'll just keep talking. And I'm not really sure what about, cause I haven't had COVID, but you know, we can keep talking about it. It's all good. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we, we started to sort of see our, our symptoms increase, um, as sort of the days went on, but on that Monday in the old world, I may have gone into the office. My wife may have gone to work. Like it, we had, you know, that cold that slows you down, but you don't keep those germs away from others. I would have loaded myself onto public transit and headed to the office. If that was the case, we, I'd have been in a packed bus. I think it was raining. So, uh, you know, transit would have just been pleasant. And, uh, is. and uh, yeah, I mean, that, like, that's what it felt like that first day. And then the second day and how quick things progressed. The second day was, was like, oh my goodness, I take a sick day. In the old world, I would take a sick day because I was just, I, I'm not feeling well. And then it got worse. Wednesday was like everything in my body hurt. Um, stairs were my enemy. Like I could, if I did stairs, I was winded. Um, I had no energy. Um, and like a, a, a coworker of mine who he positively had, it, he got a test and was confirmed over the holidays. He described it as that you're so tired that your brain doesn't want to actually do anything other than simply nothing. And he's like, I'm almost too tired to sleep, but my brain doesn't want to allow me to do anything because it just doesn't have it in it. So on the parenting side of that, I mean, what, how was baby force doing by that point? Oh, she's great. She's the whole not back. wanting to do anything is really hard when you're a parent, because there isn't really a time, even when you think you can't do anything that somebody isn't asking you for something. I mean, I have two, you have one, obviously. So there's a little bit less of a degrees of things there, but still they don't let you rest. Or if you don't want to do anything, you don't want to think that's not a thing that you can actually have. Well, 
and I, you know, again, old world, she was better off. She goes to daycare. Right. But yeah. we, we kept her home with us, um, for a number of reasons. One, both my wife and I were, were sick. And so we're presuming that we're contagious. So we're locking ourselves down. Um, two, we wanted to ensure that, you know, based on guidance that baby force had had some time with, you know, without being symptomatic to try to reduce the chance that, you know, it, um, she be contagious or, or, you know, head bounce away. Cause headache on Wednesday night, fever, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, she's back to pretty much normal Monday full of zest and zing. So as my wife and I are starting to deteriorate, baby force is just going on up and up and up. Like she bounced back. Like this was nothing. So then was she making you like breakfast and lunch and dinner and making sure you were properly, you know, it's, you can put it on the kid. They, they can't get too old too early. Yeah. Yeah. Responsibility no. for those whippersnappers. None, none of that happened. And, and, you know, this, so this is, a, we're midweek. I have, I have like, my body is trying to tell me like, it's time to shut down. It's, my wife's having the same, same symptoms. Like we're in, we're in rough shape. And here we are trying to chase a four-year-old and keep her entertained and engaged and, um, neither one of us took, well, I took some sick hours, the best way I could describe it. And then Wednesday, I actually took a sick day because I had nothing lined up. Um, but that's, I think where the struggle of working from home exists now is that in the old world, I just go into the office. Why would I take a sick day? Um, in the new world, I could yet I'm not cause I'm working from home. Now, in the past, uh, in the past, I've spoken really badly about it, but I think, you know, in this case in particular, this is when Paw Patrol comes in. This is when the TV goes on and Paw Patrol is playing for the next yeah. 24 hours or days, 24 days straight. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you can't, you won't keep your sanity and your health, but at least you'll have one of them. Yeah. And that, I mean, there was a lot of screen time because we like on Thursday, the Thursday I, I just, I had, I was done. Um, my wife wasn't, didn't get as bad as I did. Um, and I mean, I, I, like when I described it earlier as being a cold, now I'm adding the flu symptoms to it. Um, no fever, but I now have a cough. I have congestion. I have, um, aches, pain, like you, if you name sort of any cold or flu symptoms, save for nausea and fever, I had it. I did have a headache. Um, and so Thursday was the worst. And on Friday, I'm sitting there and at the, um, sort of drinking a morning cup of coffee. And I'm telling my wife, I'm like, I think I feel better today. And I'm like, I don't know if this is like, you know, positive thought here, but I think I feel better. And what it was on Friday is that this was the first day where I didn't feel progressively worse than the day before. And then that's sort of been the journey back. It's like each day it's sort of, I'm feeling better and I'm feeling better. Um, but here we are a week and a half out from, you know, when, when I, my wife and I first became symptomatic, and I'm still not hundred percent. My, my energy sapped. Um, like I was really focusing on, on, on the, the lighter force initiative, working out, doing cardio, um, that went out the window, obviously while I was sick. And now that I've sort of started coming back, um, whereas before I was able to do some cardio every day, it's like every second day now for me, I just don't have the energy, um, to do it more than that. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I gotta say that's where I first noticed you were gone. Cause, uh, you know, as this year has happened, last month we started up, Chris has been doing the Lighter Force initiative. And so, I mean, 
the two of us have been comparing on Apple watches and doing our Apple rings. And every day, the little competition comes in and out. And Chris had been right there with me the entire time. And then suddenly he was gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's one of my first messages here. You know, we throw a little pre-meditated Apple barbs back at each other because, you know, that's what they do. And yeah, suddenly you were gone and that was it. So I was like, okay, oh, something happened. Either he got, uh, you know, I don't know, kidnapped by somebody or something and disappeared off the side of the earth or something else happened. I don't know. Yeah. And that, that something else happened. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, with the, the current state of the bug, it's, it is very contagious you know, highly transmissible. Um, we always knew that daycare was a vector that mm. would intru- that would introduce <laughs> it potentially to our home. That's yeah. where we think it came from. And and I have been talking though about how we we presume, but I don't know for certain. The Friday that Baby Force was sick, the province changed the criteria to get tested. Um, I mean, the best way to describe it is that the province has now approached it as if it's an endemic without the reduction of restrictions and what have you um, to yes. get. Yeah. And I mean, to get tested, you either need to live or work in like a high risk scenario or be of, you know, a significant risk to yourself. So like immunocompromised or something along those lines, um, mild symptoms, not at all. You can't eat like there's, uh, there's no rapid test or no PCR test. There's no testing. And um as a result, you just have to presume you've got it. And that's sort of the, the thing that, you know, I'm not going to say sucks about it because it could be a lot worse, obviously, but it's the not knowing makes it somewhat worse because the unknown. And, you know, I, I, as people are like, Oh, you should have got tested. You should just force the issue. And I'm like, well, really, if I go and get tested outside of knowing what does it change? And also, if you're feeling that shitty, I mean, why, what energy do you have to fight the system? I mean, oh, gosh. It's, it's hard to fight the system the best of times. So if you're, it's, if you're not in the best of times, you're not fighting any systems. Yeah. And I, I mean, like the way testing was prior to that, that change, I mean, it would have been hours to, to get one. Um, I didn't have the energy to stand. I, like, even if it was in a car, I don't know if I would have had it in me to drive, let alone you know, get to a testing facility. It's just, you know, the scenario was that ultimately, you know, we monitor our own symptoms. Um, they were mild, albeit maybe mild to moderate. Um, breathing was not an issue so long as I wasn't trying to go upstairs. <laughs> um, you know, and, you know, my wife and I are now better. I mean, based on the criteria, we could probably go back to our regular day-to-day activities, but you know, we're still taking it easy and she's been working from home quite a bit. Um, she did go into the office for the first time today, but I'll, for a brief is because there were things that she needed to do that again, we didn't plan on this. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's just an unfortunate series of events. And as luck would have it, I actually got my booster three days before. So you know, it's not to suggest that, you know, it would have been the, the, the magic shield I needed. And it was just a little bit late. It just happened to be that, you know, for the first few days when I had like, you know, just general, like blah, 
um, because of the my side effect with the um, vaccinations have been like general blah. Uh, I went from general blah to real blah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So yeah, and that just seems to be the way it's going. I mean, I not that I've talked to a lot of people, but uh, I can think of at least three different families just off that I've spoken to in the last couple of weeks that all have gone through it recently. And I mean, luckily for us, we're nowhere near civilization. So it's not really too big a fear here, but at the same time, we keep careful and I, I don't have any interest in going through that either. Mm-hmm. And we're all boosted and my kids are now fully vaxxed. So there, there's that, but, uh, but yeah, even looking at you right now, uh, no, no, th- no, thanks. No, no. And I like, you know, trying to, to explain that to, to some people who, don't believe it's anything um, is nuts. Like I, you know, my personality is one who follows rules, right? Like I'm, I, I am not going to go and sort of throw my hands up in the air and protest. Um, I'm not knocking those that feel the need to do so, but you know, I found it very interesting that when I, when I shared, um, what I, what we believed I was dealing with, um, because I felt it would be important. Like, Hey, like I feel it becomes more real when you know, someone who has it right. Like it's that wake up. And I thought if I, if I could sort of at least wake people up who might have been, you know, the lackadaisical in their approach, this would be, this would serve well. And yet I had a couple people that I was quite surprised by and a few others that maybe I wasn't. We're like, oh, it's just a cold. Suck it up. You're only complaining because it's got a name. And what's interesting is that having had this experience, the best comparison I can provide as to how tired I was, how sore I was, and how I felt um, was when I was in my 20s, I had mono. I actually had over the Christmas holidays, and I was so weak that I couldn't tear paper on Christmas presents on Christmas day. Like I, I, I was, I had no energy. I had like, everything was wrong. <laughs> we didn't actually know. Unfortunately it was, it was mono at the time until I went to the hospital that night. Cause it was that bad. And I would have, I wouldn't, you know, I never wanted to have to deal with that again. And yet that's what it felt like. <laughs> like um, now, is that the end of the world? I survived mono. Maybe I survived this, but you know, I could see how someone who isn't as lucky or has a comorbidity or, or what have you, how much harder it will be to deal with. So to, yeah. to have someone tell me what I'm experiencing is nothing because it's got a name. Yeah, that's not a very good argument. That's sort of the thing I have with it is all of the all of those voices have never seem to have a really good argument. There's never any argument that makes sense. And um, and yeah, so you can't really argue or hope that they wake up because it just doesn't happen. You know, I, I it it almost occurs to me that if someone were to say, you know what, I can appreciate the severity of the issue, but I'm willing to take that risk on to myself. You know what? Fine. Cause you're, you're at least acknowledging that you're putting yourself at risk where it starts to short circuit in my mind is when you don't care about others, right? It's that, you know, 
taking care of the community part. Like when the moment, you know, baby force was home, we locked down, we didn't go to the grocery store. We, you know, did a quick inventory of what we had. We started sort of thinking about, you know, alternatives. And then, you know, once we got that email from daycare on Saturday, when my wife and I are still feeling fine, we're immediately going and uh, deciding that, okay, let's go and book a grocery delivery order, you know, proactively let's, let's do this. Um, you know, if we don't need it, okay. Yeah, we did it once. Um, if we do need it, we're doing the smart thing. Um, I had my parents pick up a prescription for me. Uh, and my dad's like, Oh, I'll just open the door, unlock it. I'll drop it in. I'm like, hell no, you're dropping it at the front step. I don't need, you know, my parents coming into the household, whether they're wearing a mask or wearing masks and we're keeping distance, they can shout at the window. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Right. Like we locked down. We did not go outside. It wasn't until this weekend when I finally took baby force outside for a walk. Now we let her actually go on our balcony, which we get some air, but we did what we felt was the the thing we needed to do to, to protect those around us. And that's the part that just drives me nuts that there are some just don't care about the care about others. Yeah. And that's really unfortunate for sure. And that's been something that's really um, unfortunately shown its face far too often, I think during this pandemic. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, it sucks. And I think, you know, having experienced it, um, you know, I, you know, someone asked like, oh, well, you know, but you got vaccinated. And so that's proof that it doesn't prevent anything. I'm like, there's a lot of things I've been vaccinated for. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm, you know, in the clear, like I was actually talking to them because they're a hockey fan. I'm like, you remember when the, when mumps was going through the NHL, you know, I'm not going to say whether or not players were vaccinated for, you know, MMR mumps, measles, rubella. Um, but I would presume because it's a childhood vaccination and to pretty much go to public school in Canada, United States, you need it. They at least had it. But what is it that I learned? MMR actually has a booster now. And if, you know, for you or I, when we would have received our vaccination back then, we would have only gotten one or maybe two. But the point is we wouldn't have received that additional booster because the science at the time didn't support that a booster was necessary. So why did mumps go through the NHL? Simply because the vaccination that they had, you know, the immunity sort of started to fade and lo and behold, you know, the virus sort of took hold and, oh, no, no, that's, that's not true. I mean, you know, maybe not, maybe none of the NHL players who came out of Canada, United States growing up in the same area, you and I did got vaccinated for mumps. So it's a shot, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But like the odds there are pretty slim. That's the thing. Like, I think that's what people need to realize. Um, there was a, in a community I'm part of someone was talking about how, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, for, you know, adults being forced to get vaccinated. Only kids should be. And it's like, you know, you were a kid who got vaccinated once, right? Like. And again, that argument, because I mean, this is a new thing. It's like, yeah, there's a, that, how does that even make any sense either? <laughs> Other than, you know, a lot of people have fear of needles and stuff like that. But then, yeah, and I, even then your argument is void. Sorry. It's just like, you know, there's, there's so many reasons that people throw out. And it's like, really? Like, how, like, 
the whole like, oh, it's new. Meanwhile, they're probably, you know, drinking an energy drink or, you know, eating who knows what. Yeah. And of course, you know, if they have problems with their erections, they're not stopping the Viagra, though, you know, Viagra is cool, but uh, anything else from Pfizer, forget it. No. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's no sense to it. So, and anybody's listening to us right now, we're not going to switch your mind one way or the other. We have certainly been very pro vaccination and we are both and we've got it. So yeah. if, if you're still listening to us and you're anti-vax, then you're probably going to turn us off anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's, this is the thing. Neither you nor I are epidemiologists, you know, in the medical profession. Um, but I'd like to think you and I are also pretty reasonable guys and we're trusting in the science. And at some point in time, we all will have to, whether you agree with it or not, there is science that you're trusting in and you have to ask yourself, why is that, that this different than you know, like, oh, I had to go to the hospital to, you know, get treated because I was having cardiac issues or something like that. Oh, well, trust me, if you need them, you're getting some probably all sorts of drugs. Yeah. And even the whole science argument never makes sense either. I've, I've had that where somebody said to me, you know, well, you know, I just believe in different science. I'm like, no, no, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. No. Sorry. John, one plus one equals three. Okay. <laughs> Get it straight. That's, that's not how science works. You can have your opinions. That's fine. Opinions are great, but science doesn't work like that. That's not how it goes. Oh. But anyways, yes, uh, I think we've, I think, yeah, we can go on this for a while and people will fall asleep. So yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm guessing, though, in your time with uh, now that you've had COVID, you didn't have time to be nerdy this week. There was no nerdy COVID-ness. Well, there, sort of, there was a period as I was recovering where I didn't have energy to do much of anything else. But at the oh, same time, I wanted to do something. And so um, I didn't have it in me to do any sort of like computer gaming. And then uh, I had actually unplugged my Switch uh, so that my daughter could uh, play um, Lee planned adventures. <laughs> it's a, I don't know what that is and that's okay. It's essentially like a, a child educational game. It connects to the TV. It's got a little, uh, controller. She loves it. Okay. Um, but, uh, I ended up playing a game called Polytopia. Um, it's kind of like a, um, voxel style game, like, you know, Minecraft style, but it's like, mm. a it's almost like a civilization, a very basic civilization style game on my iPad. And I have been enjoying it. It's silly, stupid fun, but it passed the time, played a little hearthstone in that, but I'm sort of in this position where I am looking for something to, to, to pique my interest. And I don't know what it is. Okay. I'm with, I put in my pre-order, which is weird because I haven't pre-ordered anything in a really long time. I, I've gotten to that point now where I'm just like, I'm cheap maybe. And I just figure things will go on sale in a year and I'll buy them then. But, uh, you know, Horizon Zero West is coming out soon. And I got into Horizon Zero Dawn. That was one that I actually went through and kind of got addicted to for a while and platinumed and everything. Mm-hmm. So now that Zero West is out, I can't really, you know, once it's out, it's coming out in two weeks i think but uh but yeah i can't actually hold off on this one this is a game i have to play which doesn't happen very often so so yeah i'm looking forward to that 
Um, I've been doing a lot of Assassin's Creed. I've been a Viking going around and, you know, killing all the Englishmen and the Irish and the Druids and all those, all those people who were really bad a thousand years ago. And yeah, that's, that's been pretty much it. And then of course I've been taking a little bit of just Lego gaming time with my kids, which is sort of the, the main one now. So, so yeah, those are all my, our things. And then trying to get a little board gaming in there as well, but it's been kind of slow this time of year. Which is odd because this is the time of year when gaming's supposed to be at the forefront. It is, and yet you're so just tired, and it's dark, and you just want to go to sleep. And yeah, I don't know. Days go really quickly, so yeah, yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to the the point that Baby Force gets to, where gaming can be a her and I thing. Oh, I actually did. Um, so I think uh, how many every episodes ago I was talking about how she and I were playing like like a sight bike. On the oh, switch, right. on the end. Yeah. And yes, uh, uh, what's it called? Online? Nintendo? The, yeah, whatever they call it. Yeah. But um, so if you are a um, Nintendo online subscriber, every so often they do like promotions and stuff. And they had this promotion where you could buy the retro NES Switch controllers at a discount. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And so I bought them so that baby force and I can play. Now, why you might ask, like, why not just use the regular switch controller? Well, the regular switch controller has, um, too many buttons. It's, I find that it actually almost sort of confuses her. Whereas like the retro NES, there is a control and there's a B and an A yes. Select and starts there. Yes. There's some buttons at the top, but like, it's, it's so like, you know, there she'll pick it up. And then next thing you know, she and I'll be like, you know, pro gamers. So that's what I actually recommend. Um, over the last little bit, I've been playing bubble bobble. Oh, bubble bobble. But this is, it's like bubble Bob bobble. And Bob. Yeah. This one's like bubble bobble forever or something. It's like, it's the latest version of bubble bobble that came out on the PS5. And so it's kind of amusing, but then it also has like this old, when you log into the game, there's an arcade machine in the corner and it's got the old bubble bobble on it. So you can go and play normal old school bubble bobble as well. Yeah. And then my kids are playing that. My kids are singing that tune and, you know, yeah. And we also did that thing where we bought the NES controllers because, you know, you just can't not, especially when they're on sale. Now they've recently done that for the GameCube. Yeah, the GameCube, the the like funny V-shaped controller that was sort of the first thumb thing, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I was I, they they also raised their prices quite a bit on the Switch Online thing to get the GameCube games. So I wasn't quite uh, satisfied. Game, no, sixty four Nintendo sixty four. Sorry, yeah, I was in that wrong in my head. So yeah, but I remember when I had a Nintendo sixty four, my controller was one of those, but it was the yellow one, and I always had to use the yellow one. So I think if they did them in colors again, I'd probably be a sucker and probably buy that thing, even if I didn't get service. I just have it sitting there. Yeah, just to have it, just to have it, just for yeah, because you know we're at that age now where it's like memories. You know, I had that when I was a kid. Yeah, and so yeah, that's that's the way I'd go. Oh, well, you look like you're falling asleep. So uh, I think we should yeah. probably let you go. Yeah. It's, uh, it's that time where it's to shut myself down, but, uh, no, I mean, any final words of uh, wisdom to share to all of our listeners there, John? 
I just think, you know, it doesn't matter if you're pro-vax or anti-vax. If you could see Chris right now, you'd, you'd want to get the vaccine. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, be safe and don't get COVID because I'm looking at this guy right now and it's not pretty. Well, I was going to say, I mean, everyone knows that I'm vaccinated, so it could be that, oh, maybe I don't want to because look what happened to him. But I still tell you, go get vaccinated because you don't want to get it. That's just the avoid it. It's not fun. But uh, as I said, I'm feeling on the mend. Yeah, that's for words of wisdom from you, but uh, you don't look like you've got a menu right now. So uh, so I think we should just let it go at that. Yeah. Uh, but on behalf of John, myself, Chris, you can find us online at nerdydadcast.com, where the cake is still a lie, and on Twitter at nerdydadcast. But with all of that said, stay nerdy, my friends. Mm-hmm.